everybody, welcome to RPG Cast, episode 583 for the week of May 1st, 2021. It's May Day. It's the 1st of May, Anna. 1st of May. She's not on the show. She's busy doing something else. Wait, why is she doing that without me? No, anyway. Hi. Joining me today for the 1st of May, 1st of May, Pascal Takaya. Hi, Chris. Let's let's go outside and not do what yeah. we do. <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's not very safe for work. I was going to talk no, about it's, it. But it's yeah. bad for um, it's bad for COVID. Something starts today. Yeah, but wear a mask. And what? Okay. That's all you need to wear is a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us, Matt Mason. Hey, finally. First, it's my first time Joining all year. The podcast. So I told my wife she had to have the kids gone after soccer today so I could do my noon podcast. Ooh. And she turned right around. She's like, your nude podcast? Yeah, well, first, when are you of doing May, a nude podcast? first of May. <laughs> I told her every podcast could be nude. I mean, whoop de doo Wear a mask. Will do. It's good for plosives. Keeps the plosives from getting in the mic. Josh Carpenter joins us as well for the first of May podcast. Pants off podcast. Let's go. Pants off podcast. <laughs> pant, pant, pant. Uh, do we have a P word that means remove or off? Peel. Pants purge. Peel pod, pants purge podcast. Sounds good to me. All right. Pascal, you missed your chance, buddy. There was there were plenty of chances right in there. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I. I can't. I'll 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 mention it later. I've got a whole plan. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I don't know what's going on, but okay. Uh, Pascal, you'll, you'll know. You'll I, know. I have I have questions. What? what? Is near replicant as good as Automata? Because apparently you're playing it. Oh, I can't answer that for you. I've never played on um Automata. 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 I'm I'm one of those guys that's um if if I know a prequel or another earlier entry exists and like it's somewhat reasonable that I could play it I won't play the sequel if possible. Mm-hmm. And I always assumed I'm going to one day probably have to buy the PS3 version of Nier be, uh, so that I can finally play Automata. And then they went ahead and uh made it far far more accessible. And this, so in the season where every month is another s- re-release of an old thing or a sequel to an old thing that nobody asked for. Woo! Yeah, but secretly I kind of did ask you for asked this for one. This. It's your fault. Well, it's so German, I, right? You speak German, so that's what it is. It, right? Because it's my fault? Because, what? Because, because one of them is German. called Gestalt, I, and so that's your fault. Ah, yes. And, oh, uh, there's the dots. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's true, but that's not... I don't think the one... No, we got replicant. <laughs> yeah, I missed out on on the other one. Didn't we um, get Gestalt originally though? Yeah, that was the yes. that was the original uh, Western release. Yeah, we got the old guy because they thought Westerners would like the old guy better. Hmm. I think I kind of prefer the way it is now uh, with the uh, protagonist being the brother. Strangely, it does kind of make sense actually, especially when you get to the the end of the first half and move on to the second half. I think that kind of makes more more sense than it probably does with the uh, father um so so you've played it right like before 
Uh, I played it back when. I didn't finish it. I, I played it many years after it came out on PS3 and probably got... It, it would have been well into the PS4 life cycle and probably just got distracted by something else, you know? But So I have played the original, but I have not finished the original. And and you did and you played Automata? Yeah. Well then you can answer Chris's question. <laughs> Is it as good as Automata? No, it's not as good as Automata. But well, I mean, they're they're still dealing with this same sort of um there are some design issues that they can't totally fix. Um I I don't know if Pascal's had the same experience. Like there there's still been some of the uh, indoor enclosed dungeons. The camera is just still not great. <laughs> you 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 really have to fiddle with the uh, with the camera to to find the enemies and uh, to to keep them in line in sight so that you can actually attack them. Mm-hmm. But it the the combat itself is dramatically improved over the original game from what I can remember. I really should throw in the PS3 original just so I can have them kind of like back to back to compare because I'm I'm sure the the difference is more stark when you've played it recently. I I mean I've gone back and I've looked a little bit on YouTube for like the original uh graphics of it and it's one of those things when you're playing it now, you play the remake and you're like, "Oh yeah, this looks good. This is kind of how I remember it." And you go back and you look at like some YouTube video of what it actually looked like on the PS3 and the 360, and you're like, oh, wow, yeah, that's totally <laughs> such a different experience graphically. But yeah. if this is your first time, what are you thinking of it so far, uh, Pascal? So I haven't really had like um, a noticeable issue with the camera. Yeah. Um, I, so to, to that, I would say... Just uh, like you said, like in some of the more like in a, in a narrow hallway, for example, you can't um, necess- sometimes you can't spin the camera around like it kind of becomes to a, 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 a like a fixed position mm-hmm. uh, and in open rooms. It does maybe turn a little slowly, like if you re- really want to scan around you for enemies or items, um, you know, it, 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 you have to you have to be a little patient sometimes. Like it's not at a turtle's pace or anything, but um just just barely enough to be noticeable, but not to the point where I would say, like, oh, the camera really bugs me. Overall, I'm really liking it. Um, it's uh, other than I think I, I played maybe uh, an hour or two at the most of Yakuza this week. Every uh, The rest of the entire week, it's just been near. Um, I'm, and I've kind of <laughs> I've decided, like, it's kind of strange that I'm enjoying it because if I break it down to like its individual pieces, it doesn't sound like I should really be enjoying it. So it's better than the sum of its parts. Hmm. Yeah. Um, like there's, <laughs> I don't know. I think some of this maybe just comes back to like, okay, this is you know uh, last gen like design sensibilities. I don't know. Like the, um, uh, I, I've been spending quite a bit of time doing uh, side quests just so I can earn gold and I don't know uh, do stuff. In other games, I would say so I can like experience more like story elements, but the. The side quests are really um, <laughs> uninspired. Yes, very much so. And in fact, like uh, uh, the the characters, you know, Vice will comment on kind of like, "Boy, this mm-hmm. is why, why why are you bothering to do this? Don't you have? Aren't you supposed to be saving your sister? Why are yeah. you wasting your time butting into everyone else's <laughs> affairs and doing oh. their fetch quests?" Vice is great. He cut. He always like he's kind of like the. 
the player surrogate in some ways. Oh, totally. I, I mean, the characters in the game is kind of what ke- keeps me going. Uh, you know, like what really yeah. draws me in is the characters in the game are really fantastic, especially Vice and mm-hmm. Kaine. Vice being the uh, the uh, the tome that's existed since time immemorial, who's kind of like all knowing and is kind of. You know, like, and the voice acting Wait, that he... There's a book that flies around oh. with you? Yes. Yeah. Why? Uh, don't call him a book. Okay, sorry. He, which he constantly objects to that, which mm-hmm. is pretty hilarious. Okay. And, and to get back at him, you just have to, like, come up with a derogatory uh, name to, you know, anything else. Like, I don't, I don't think anybody maybe... book, right? If you called him a pamphlet, you know, that would be basically, yeah. <laughs> like, slapping him down verbally. Got it. Wasn't there a tactical game that had a character that was a book? Well, it doesn't matter. All right. It's an NIS thing. So, okay. So is this story as interesting as near Autonomous? Autonomous? Yeah. I bet and... it isn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, well, it... Oh, it's got the dude. It's... it's got the dude who, the guy who makes the games, wears the mask of. He's in Correct. This game. That's okay. that's where it came from. Okay. Yeah, and there's a lot of tie-ins to uh, Automata that I'm like oh, now appreciate. Things. What in the world is going on here? Oh, it does. I mean, that's part of the thing is that it 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 goes into a lot of different genres. Like there's mm. one section you play that is just straight text adventure. There's yeah, yeah the sections novel. where it kind of turns into like, yeah visual novel there's the sections where it kind of turns into like a, a twin stick shooter bullet hell sort of mm-hmm. schmuck i, like the 3D I mean it's, bullet it's hell it's stuff real... going on it's like it's uh-huh. really hard um from... it's not... it depends on the difficulty well, it looks like they're bumping easy, into the yeah. bullets and not dying so it's easier than a bullet hell but yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i would also say from what i remember hearing about um near automata is that that one leans have more heavily into actually being more bullet hell shooter mm-hmm. um and this one uh so replicant does have like the aesthetic of it where some bosses or or even sometimes even just like regular enemies can fill the screen with bullets but it um you just kind of dodge like through you just hit the dodge roll button <laughs> and um that's that like you don't really have to deal with it in uh, in in a way you would in a regular shooter yeah and some of your magic attacks can just kind mm-hmm. of like counter those those attacks and you can just like wander over yeah. to them yeah or even your sword them. Yeah. You can actually just slash them. Um, it looks cool, like mm-hmm. that aspect of it, but it isn't it isn't fully fleshed out like shooter. Yeah, it, there's a lot of the design ideas that were in Nier. You can see they kind of like took a, another step and kind of perfected in Automata. Yeah. yeah now, but, how far in it have you gotten? Uh, are you past yeah. the first half where yeah. there's all all okay. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. haven't past, rolled credits yet, or no? I'm past rolled? the jump, but okay. I've, I think I'm, I, I, I've never played it, so I, I think I'm close. Like the way that the story is being described in game, um, with what the ultimate goal is, I feel like I'm getting close, probably this weekend. But of course, it does have um, numerous, like there's reasons to play through it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So even if I roll Which credits, is- that's not really the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I mean, that's been a Yoko Taro thing, and like pretty much all aren't pretty much all of his games. I haven't really played the Dragon Card games, but that was my understanding there too, where he'll have multiple different endings that you have to like go back and kind of replay. Mm-hmm. But 
It, yeah, and Nier and Automato, like the way they do it is that you don't have to play as much on the later playthrough. So in this, in Replicant, you start back from the time skip. Mm-hmm. So for the later playthroughs, so you're not playing the entire beginning of it all the way through. Yeah, I, I've gotten into the 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 time jump. And um, so well, like, I, I spent a lot of time. I, no, no, I haven't got the first ending yet. I I spent a lot of time. I don't is know. It what, like, like, is it like Automata like where it's not good until the second or third ending? Uh, <laughs> that's what I hear a lot. So I don't know if that's actually true. <laughs> I don't, I think I don't know that I agree with that. Like it, it gets it, it's supposed to get more profound as you get further in. But I don't know that it. It's not like it's not good. It's very no. Like I've heard that about Automata. I haven't heard it about Replicant. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if it's true about Automata, but I just remember that being a thing. Well, you got to get to the second ending before you like you really care about the game. Like, oh, oh you that's know, asking you a know, lot. gamers. <laughs> you know, gamers. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I agree with Josh. It's um, it's the interplay between the characters that really kind of makes it good. It, I mean, the story itself is um probably not that. Uh, novel, sure, but it's a character it, 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 drama, and that's that's where the good stuff comes from. Yeah, and sounds like yeah. There, and so I, I think um, the Japanese uh, voices are available in this version, or maybe they were before. I, I'm not sure. Oh, I think well, you how can good switch. are the US? How good are the English voices? Well, the English voices are fantastic. Yeah, the way oh. you really should play it. They are fantastic. Yeah. Is that is that true though that the um, the Japanese audio is is on here or no? Do you know? Yes, the Japanese audio is at least on the new one. I don't okay. remember if it was available on the original or not. It's been too long. This would be like I'm usually uh, pretty okay with switching to like Japanese and experiencing like the original version. But I think anybody who doesn't play this and with the the Western dub is really doing a disservice. Um, they're they're amazing. Like they're really really good. Especially um, the the book Vice and Kaine. Oh yeah, uh, I think Laura Bailey does Kaine, and Kaine is just fantastic. Like a much more in- interesting version of Kratos, like all piss and vinegar. Oh, when <laughs> those fantastic. two get going at each other, it is. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I just wish there would be so much more of that. Um, and then, of course, so Kaine is the one with the the design of that's clearly meant to make uh, certain gamers um, kind of feel a tightness in their pants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you see? You, you see I, my plan? You did it. But, you but, did but it. The... <laughs> Chris still doesn't know. It's okay. No, he doesn't. Chris is out of it. <laughs> but but what are you talking about? Game what like sort of tightness? <laughs> uh, what sort of tightness? Um... <laughs> <laughs> there aren't that many it's different terrible. tightnesses that can probably occur in pants. Well, when I eat so too many M and M's over pay. the course of several months, my pants get real tight, and then I have to like stop wearing a belt. Mm-hmm. That's and that is what I was referring mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get but yeah, so, of that sweet, sweet something. I mean, so she's not the the first character, the first female character to just be dressed in basically lingerie. But um, it is the first time that other characters incessantly comment on it, nonstop. Weiss especially, yeah. Yes. And he, he calls her a hussy. <laughs> 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 it's, 
every time he gets a chance. A foul-mouthed hussy, and I don't know. It's just great. It's 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 a really good translation and an even better uh, voiceover. Well, like when they when they first meet her, he's like, "What the hell are you doing, going around fighting people in lingerie?" I mean, like seriously. <laughs> and even um, the protagonist, uh, because in the first half of the game, he's I don't know if they give his age, but like what maybe seventeen. Like he's a young, yeah, yeah he's a teenager, um, and he seems. <laughs> pretty uncomfortable about meeting a lady who's and he comments on it too why is she why is she not wearing any clothing and oh it's good and of course there's no real explanation for it it's no, just like no. you know it's the way it is and it's what she's wearing is not even like it's more like a hospital gown it's just open in the back yeah and and um yeah, I constantly say to myself, she's got to be chafing at this point. <laughs> but so, um, okay, so it's it's very enjoyable, but there are things I don't like. So, for example, there's only, I, I don't know what the exact count is, like maybe five different, um, like, towns or villages, yeah. four or five. I guess it depends on your definition. Like, there's a place that has um, people living in it, but you don't really interact with them. So it probably doesn't count as like a town hub. Um, and you, uh, and you just ping pong back and forth between them. And it's, it's so much backtracking and, and just repeating the same locations over and over. And then the second half of the game basically says, now go to all those places again and even redo some of the dungeons a second or a third time. Yeah. It, it takes way too long for it to give you fast travel. It's crazy that it basically holds on to real mm-hmm. fast travel until till the uh till the time jump. Yeah. But then the fast travel just lets you continue to go back to the same places you've already been, so it it cuts out some of the the walking sure, but um yeah, that's it, it, it's it's a little repetitious, right? But yeah. um at least the combat along the like it's it's a lot of fun. Uh it's pretty basic, but it works. And the fact that um, the floating book is basically your your shooter companion um, adds that extra element to it, like we were saying earlier. So it's you know sword slashing and a lot like dodge rolling and your basic like action RPG stuff. But if you uh, hit the the right um, bumper, then you're also shooting bullets the whole time. So there's you know it's fast paced um, and there's enough to the combat to make it entertaining. I wish yeah, I could say anything about the enemy designs, though. They're I don't like, know how to describe them. They are visually interesting, all of them. I would say the bosses are. The bosses are great, yeah. but yeah, the, the like, basic in-the-field enemies are... Uh, Very you, you can tell a lot, like, a lot of this game was obviously done on a budget. They had a tiny budget, and they were stretching it, you know, in many different ways. And these these were some of the compromises they kind of came up with. I don't know that they're they're justifying of you know like the the things that they're making you do over and over again. If that really justifies, but mm. what do you, so? What do you mean by that? Which well, aspect like, of over and over again? I mean, like a lot of what they're doing is they're making you, you know, like. The, 
they're making you go back to these same cities over and over again. They're making you redo the dungeons over and over again. And some of it is also like winking at you like they know like, oh yeah, this is the sort of thing like you, you do in an RPG, of course. You're going back and forth to these different cities doing these little side quests yada 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 we know you're you're used to doing this right wink wink but at the same time is that really is it yes they're knowingly doing that and they're winking at you that they're doing it but does that really make it okay that it's still kind of repetitive Uh, i don't know and i i I think um for the most part all you get out of the side quest though is money so if you're not really hmm, if you don't really need the money uh, then you can probably skip a lot of that because I, I would say a good half or more of the side quests are go out and fight enemies until you get like 10 of this item or 20 of this item and bring it back. And that's that's about as deep as some of them get. And, and the drop rates on some of those things can be mm-hmm. infuriatingly low. You can just yeah. be doing stuff over and over and over again, waiting for, you know, eight. And it's not just like, oh, you need one of these things that has a rare drop. You might need six or eight of these things that need a rare <laughs> drop. And it's just, oh, God, I think. Like, I was wanting to get all of the the first half ones done just so I had it, because I knew for the later, uh, you know, for all the later endings, you come back to that first. You kind of don't do that first half again. So I at least wanted the option open if I wanted to try and, like, finish all the side quests. I wanted to have all those in the first half done, and some of them were just really tedious to to, to finish. Yeah, we, we'll see we how much it, we'll see how much enthusiasm I have to kind of try and make it through all the way through. <laughs> yeah, we, we we didn't mention that. Um the the uh the second and third endings and so on, like any of the new game plus uh, does start you like halfway through the game, but any of the content from the first half of the game that you never get to replay is only available during the first half. Like they specifically make it so you can't do those side quests in the second half. If you didn't finish them uh, before the point of no return, they're just not getting done. Nope. You, you'd have to start a new save and start from scratch. Yeah, it, it, it is otherwise impossible. But again, not a huge deal because I, I think none of that really contributes to the story anyway. And mm-hmm. I did, I didn't do all of them, but I did uh, a pretty large chunk and, until I finally said, okay, like I got to the ones you said, like where you have to collect like 30 items. And I had like two and I've been playing the game for 15 hours and I'm, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were a couple of them where I was farming just because, like I said, I wanted to get all the first time. That one's done, and I'm just like, oh, man, that was real brutal. Um, have you done any, any of the fishing? Because I know that's fam- the game is famous <laughs> for that. And I don't... <laughs> You're laughing already. What yeah. Have you done some of the fishing, then? Uh, I hate fishing in any <laughs> game. So when they came up, when, when the first fishing uh, side quest got introduced... So, so okay, all right, fine. Uh, if it's go catch a fish and let's move on with it. No problem. But uh, the very first one, he uh, he wants you to catch him 10. Mm-hmm. And I got one. Like, I used up all my bait. I did multiple. I got one. And it took, you know, several minutes. And at that point, I said, nope. Um, <laughs> and I looked it up later online. And I think he follows that quest with about three or four more fishing side quests. That Each one of which seems, like, equally ridiculous. So it's probably, you know... Hours upon hours of just completing fishing side quests. That's not happening. 
Yeah, that that was probably the worst part of trying to do all the side quests in the first half of the game. Oh, was but the good news? Those have, yeah. You get to do those, and that's the one side quest that continues in the second half of the game. Mm-hmm. So, Josh, you can you can still do it. <laughs> I've done the first five. They were already rough. Because um, oh. some of them have, like, really low drop rates, like you're talking about, where you just, you know, you'll use, like, you'll need to get eight of these things. You'll go fishing ten times and maybe get one. <laughs> and you just have to, you know, you'll just have to fish 80, 90, 100 times yeah. to and actually you get, get what for you it. need. What do you oh. get for it? Nothing, really. <laughs> you get slightly better, you get a better, uh, you get better at fishing itself. So it takes less long for the <laughs> fish to reel in. That, that's what you get for it. <laughs> do this activity. Until you, uh, your reward is you'll get better at doing it. But of course, once you've done it, you don't need to do it anyway. Correct. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess you could use it to mine for money because some of the fish are quite valuable. So you mm. could just go fishing for basically for money. But I mean, you get so much money from the other side quests already. Um, so Correct. to to compare uh, later in the game. Uh, you get to upgrade your weapons, and from what I've seen, I've I've done some of them, um, it could, because again, you have to have very specific materials that some of which are uh, laborious to to come by. But uh, from what I've seen, every weapon upgrade, like a whole level up for a weapon, costs a thousand uh, gold, and there are side quests that give you just. In one pop, 10,000 gold, 20,000 gold. So I don't think you even need the fishing minigame to make money. No. I, I have sold nothing in the, like you can sell, you know, junk you pick up, of course. I have not sold anything and I've done all the upgrades I possibly can and bought every weapon that's on sale and I am flush with cash. And that's not doing any fishing at all. So yeah, not, not needed. And I won't be doing that. I know that. As far as I know, the only thing you really have to do is you need, if you're looking to get the, at least the last ending, the, the I think the new ending that uh, is included, that's new to Replicant from the original game, you have to have collected all of the weapons. So you have to collect all, whatever it is, 33 weapons in the game to, to mm-hmm. unlock that ending. As long as, as, long as one... Think you have as long as one of them is not hidden at the end of the fishing chain. Oh, please. <laughs> is it? That's what guides online are for. <laughs> oh. I don't think any of them are, are locked behind the fishing. I could be wrong. Mm. Yeah, I think they're just saying they don't know where it's unlocked. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so talk about the music. Cause you had made a comment of, you just want to, play the music during the podcast for a while oh man i love the i i've been i've been playing the music while i've been working all week too and i haven't been playing the game i love the music the soundtrack in this game is so fantastic i love the sound design in it like even some of the small stuff like if when you're going around the main village that you live in it's playing i think it's the called the song of the ancients so it's playing in the background and mm-hmm. then there's as you get closer to to the like the tavern or wherever this uh, one character Devola mm-hmm. is, who's kind of like the town. I don't know. She acts as basically like the town uh, uh, minstrel quest board. Yeah, but she is oh, a minstrel. Also, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and so as you get closer to wherever she may be, usually at the tavern, like you'll slowly hear her singing the lyrics that go along with the theme. As you get closer, you go into the tavern and pull, you know, it brings up and like some of the sound design stuff like that. I mean, it's been done before, but it was just like really fantastic. I just love the entire soundtrack. It's fantastic. And actually not just the lyrics, but also she's like playing along on a, like a, um, a lute or a guitar or something. something And as you, as you approach her, the, the the instrument also filters into the background song that's already playing, and her, and her as well as her singing, of course. Yeah, that's and, really and they great. do a lot of that as you're like like the field themes too. When you're like wandering through the field, you'll have the main background field theme, and then when you get into a battle, like it will start building in percussion, will kind of get added to the theme mm-hmm. as you fight, and then you know once the fight is over, it just kind of fades. away way but mm-hmm. the entire time you still you still have the same theme going through throughout like i love that kind of stuff it's fantastic yeah I'm, just the I've, music itself is like really ethereal and cat but yet catchy it, it really complements the mood of this kind of post-apocalyptic it, world is this world quoting this book they're fighting quoting characters from other video games I don't um, remember an example. In this library, that. it's like, when is this ever going to stop? Quote from J.C. Denton. Isn't that the character in the old, like, Deus Ex? Deus Ex? <laughs> I didn't catch it, but if, I guess so. All right, sorry. Go ahead. I, I obviously missed that while I was actually fighting that battle. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I didn't catch it either. I'm sorry. But they could to- you could see it happening, though, right? Mm-hmm. That's totally possible for this game, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, because so because the game is set in is set um like what I think I want to say like 1400 years in the future or something like that. Something like that, yeah. And from from at least from where I'm at, they haven't fully given you any kind of explanation of what happened to humanity and what happened to just like the world, but you do you know something's happened. Like for the, there is this library that you're referring to like right now the scene that you're talking about Chris. So that's definitely like a holdover from when, you know, our world existed and in certain locations you see like ruins or shells of like old buildings and um no like a, like, no i think this person named their character jc denton in this playthrough and this is oh. team dialogue oh that's what's going <laughs> oh, on oh okay yeah, yeah. yeah you get to name your own character yeah. name the main character so, that's okay, true okay. you do <laughs> Because I'm seeing things like getting our asses handed to us by a floating dictionary. You know, I don't think that happened in Deus Ex. (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole different level of crossover right there. (laughs) Yeah, but but nonetheless, that like it is set in a a distant future of our planet, and they never really, from where I'm from, where I'm at, have uh, given you an explanation of you know what has transpired between now and then. Some kind of apocalypse, apparently. Yeah, the, at least to where I'm at, they they keep giving you enough little breadcrumbs to kind of keep you interested and give you little hints at what what may have been going on. But like they they still haven't given you the full explanation. I don't know if they really will. Um. So I wanted to mention on on the music though. Like I agree with everything you said. Like it's I've been walking around. This lady work needs all to week, put some clothes on. Humming along to it. Sorry. Why? What's what's the matter? You can see her butt. Yeah, no, no yeah. kidding. She's hanging some out clothes there. On. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. 
This hence the uh, the the pant tightness we were referring to earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Okay, so it's it's super haunting too. Some of um, there are plenty of locations where instead of like your normal RPG background music, it's just like uh, like a monastic chant. You know, sometimes by in in some locations it's like uh, like a, like male chanting, um, but like kind of musical. Like a musical mm-hmm. chant. In other places, it's the same thing, but like done by a female voice, and they're using what I'm assuming is just a uh, like a made up language. I don't. This doesn't sound like any language I've I've heard. Like in some parts, there are like uh, a few things that sound like they might be English, maybe. <laughs> but even then, I can't tell really what they're saying. Um, it's, it's very haunting, but it also drives home like something else to me, which is. Uh, it kind of explains why you don't really see a, a ton of songs and RPGs that have lyrics in them because the songs with lyrics or even just like the chants, the, um, the, uh, which are, you know, no instruments, just voices by themselves, but anything with lyrics, it, you notice the loop so quickly. It's, it's such a short loop and you'll do an entire dungeon with that loop of lyrics going over and over and over and over again with with very little change up. So as great as the music is, um, I, I think less needed to be done with actual singing because it's very noticeably repetitive. Yeah, and since you mentioned that the other day, I've been noticing it more. <laughs> I still First, love can't it. Yeah, it. it's definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, it sticks in your brain like very quickly. But um, some of the songs, hey I, Pascal, I wish I hadn't. Yeah, I have a question. Going back to something you said earlier, have you played the old Drakengard games? No, 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 no. Did you know that those are connected to the story of these games? Vaguely. <laughs> How come you oh. uh, cut yourself off at that point? What you you said? If you know that there's a a, a link between the games then you would always go back and play the first game. Oh, I don't, I don't <laughs> Maybe if they remake it. But I thought you would go back and buy the old game. That's what you started well, this. And you're like, well, it looks like they remade it, so I can play this one. Uh, but I'm, you I'm ignore okay. the Drakengards. <laughs> yeah. If it's accessible, Chris, uh, I, I don't think I'm, I'm going to go that out of my way. What, well, what I, system is that? Is that PS3 like, also? All right, all right. The last one was the earlier ones were oh. what ps2 oh jeez that's not happening <laughs> <laughs> all right just making sure <laughs> it was more okay so i i have near automata and this was the immediate prequel so okay. i can at least uh at least i can this. at least excuse yep. it that way mm-hmm. anything further back than that doesn't it's just i'm no. sorry all right oh wow here's earth but so that's with with as much as like I say things that aren't entirely positive about like the enemy designs, the repetition, the, the grindy nature, the, even the music repeating, like with, with all those reservations, that's what I meant earlier by it's, it's kind of surprising. I'm liking it as much as I do. Like you wouldn't think I still would. I, I think a lot of it is just the, the character dynamics and the really fantastic uh, voice acting that helps sell that, 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 help smooth over any of the bumps in this game. Yeah, and the combat maybe I put in there too. Which, in that case, it is... Uh, I need to go back and play the PS3 version to kind of get a, you know, a one-to-one comparison. I'm curious. I know it feels better, but it's 
it's been probably seven or eight years since I played the originals. Memories are quite vague on on that one. All right, so don't jump yeah. out and get a get a PS2 and and Dragon Guard and and try to go whole hog on this tenuously connected story. No, I think you start here when you're replicant. Have we sold you on it, Chris? Are you going to get? I'm interested, but um, I don't know how to fit it in anytime soon. But yeah, you know what? Problem I would is? say it's actually kind of short. It isn't. It's not like an epic. Um, have Have you met me? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't I matter. have. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't I'm a, matter. It's, I can't I'm literally. Game. No, are literally talking to me right now. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's not. Oh, yeah. That too. I'm at a, I'm at twenty I'm at the twenty hour mark and I think I'm close to the first credit roll so it's you know yeah it, but it chugs along. the first of how many though <laughs> I um I don't know four or five but I really think that well, I thought no, there I were like know. letters A through Z in these games for endings A through E there, oh there's okay five endings in this All right. yeah All right. Dragon Guard two can be <laughs> forgotten <laughs> oh Tam's got like a whole. Ordered of play, Dragon Guard three to Dragon Guard to Near Replicant to Near Automata. If you want the so full the, experience, wait, I'm you sorry. Just skip so your two. order is just go <laughs> in order of the way they're made. I think his his order is to go on the order of the timeline. I assume that's what that is. I, I I'm telling you what he said in the chat. I don't know. I can't justify mm-hmm. it. He says skip two, <laughs> which skip right, two. There you go. Yeah, he says that's the timeline. So, gotta yeah. play Dragon Guard one though. Says Chaos CVZ. So you've you've messed up, Pascal. I'm sorry. You didn't play Dragon Guard one. So, but like, near, are the Dragon Guard good. games also set in Earth's future, or am I thinking about this too hard? Probably need to play these games before I can ask those questions. All right. Ending E of Dragon Guard one equals World of Near. Oh, for goodness' sake. <laughs> I hate I hate Yoko Taro. <laughs> so basically, you have to play Dragon Guard to 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 answer the question I said earlier, which is why I don't know what happened to the world in between now and then. Okay, okay. yeah, great. understood. This is dumb. <laughs> I'll just watch a Let's Play. <laughs> Probably lose interest. That would also be a good choice. <laughs> It's it's almost worth it for the scene where uh, Kaine, the lady with with no clothes, threatens to castrate the book. Oh, by the way, <laughs> after all that, you have to play Final Fantasy XIV and get to the Shadowbringers raid series about Nier, since apparently that ties into the story too. Because of course it does. Well, oh that should God. be easy. <laughs> to, to, you have to level a character up fully, and then go from play, the base game. Yeah, and then play the raid series <laughs> all the way to Shadowbringers. <laughs> yep. So. Real, real simple stuff. Yeah, you got there. like 150 hours of content there at least. At least, <laughs> at least <laughs> double that probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that accessible. But hold on, so that you've done. <laughs> I bet you. I done know. That, I've got most of that done. <laughs> <laughs> but near that's asking too much. Near that's too much. He doesn't know it actually ties in with the raid series. He was just being funny. Um, and then Chaos says, Near, you can start with any of the two. Don't need to know about Dragon Guard. It's just a cool series. So CVZ says, Don't worry about Dragon Guard. Yeah, there's a tie in, but you could probably read it on a message board in a single post and be, be satisfied, I guess, is the feeling I'm getting. Okay, cool. 
I don't have time for this, Pascal, and I'm going to tell you why. I can't stop playing Monster Hunter Rise. That's why. I can't stop playing. Do you know why I can't stop playing? Because as soon as I get to the point where I feel like I'm done playing Monster Hunter Rise, they, they released a patch. Isn't that the plan? They're really good at it, though. They yeah, you're that not right the only one. Time. I hear it, it's addicting. It is. It is. And now, now there's eight star... Qu- they added new monsters. And they're monsters, some of which I know, some of which I don't. So it's like interesting because it's both nostalgia from previous games and new experiences. And it's just terrible. How dare they? How dare they? It sounds like a good problem. It's a really good patch. Um, They added, uh, you know, they did the thing where, okay, you've kind of peaked as far as power level goes for a bit. So how about we give you new monsters to fight so you can flex that power you've got? And then if you fight those new monsters, you'll unlock new things to get even stronger. So everyone's happy and they get to keep going forward and progress. And it's like so cool. And they unlocked a bunch of decorations, which give you new skills that you can put on your armor, which weren't available before, which totally opens up the builds you can make for your characters. Um, Of course, the new monsters themselves, new monsters that can invade while you're fighting other monsters, including one who likes to drop bombs on you from the sky because he's just a wonderful, happy boy. Um, Tony the Tiger's back, uh, Camellios, um, and then uh, some other Elder Dragons. There's lots of fun stuff going on there. Um, I haven't even unlocked them all yet. I, I took this experience to be like, okay, new patch is out. Time to go wrap up all the stuff I was ignoring in the base game from cleaning up. So I haven't touched most of the new content yet because I'm weird. Um, so now I'm wrapping up old single player content that I didn't finish because you don't have to to progress. Um, but now I feel like my time is more worth it because there's new end game stuff where before I had done everything end game. So doesn't that feel satisfying though when you're kind of checking things off the list of you know? What yes, you I, it gives you red check marks. It's oh, great. that's even better. Yeah, like you see check marks in the menu. Oh, it's so good. Um, and then I did it last night, and he's like, hey, good job finishing all those quests. Here's a new quest for you. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know you were going to unlock something for me. I was just doing this for the check marks to actually have a reward. Oh, I feel special. So, um, yeah, so that was good. It's a good game, guys, if you're into Monster Hunter. If you don't like Monster Hunters and you don't want to do that loot grind, then maybe not so much, but it's good for me. Um, I've been enjoying the heck out of it. I think it's great, Monster Hunter, and I think I'm happy how they're adding stuff to it um within the first month like a big patch like this i wonder how long they'll keep that going before they lose steam um i yeah i like this game so much i bought the dlc just to support it and get more costumes for my cats so one of my cats looks like a kitsune now um and i got a new dog collar for my dog (laughs) very important things to do in monster hunter which is fashion dress up Mm. I wonder if you ever played um Dauntless? Uh I have when it was in beta. Um it didn't grab me in beta and I said I'll wait for the game to come out and then um Monster Hunter World came out and I didn't care about Dauntless anymore. Okay, so Dauntless not equal to Monster Hunter basically. Um I have not put significant time. I have not put any real time into its fully released version, so I don't want to make that statement. Um, but the problem is, oh, that, I just mean in terms of like what it is, not quality. Oh, it's monster hunter through and through, yeah. man. Yeah. So like there's, I'm sure there's some twists on it that I'm not familiar with it, not being an active player, but, um, the, as far as ganging up with other friends and or randos and hunting large monster and 
hope you don't die a lot. That that's what that is. Um, it's free to play though, so that means everything's cosmetics. Right. So if you want to look cool, you got to shell out money. Otherwise, you get to just play. And um, I want to say it's cross-platform. PlayStation Four, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. And yeah, I believe it is cross-platform on all of them. It's my understanding, at least. So you can jump around and play on whatever you're in front of. So, like, that should totally be eating Monster Hunter's lunch, and it's not because Capcom keeps putting out good Monster Hunters, I guess. But, um, hey, if you're not satisfied with the Monster Hunters, give get, give Dauntless a try. That's that's there. And I don't want to say anything bad about it, because, like, it's totally there, and I feel bad for them. Because I asked them this question when they first were showing off at, like, E3 or PAX or something, like, years ago. Like, so... This is just Monster Hunter, right? And, like, how are you going to deal with the fact that they just announced World and they didn't have a good answer? Because I don't think they knew. But obviously they're still around, <laughs> so it's not it's it's not like it killed them or anything. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Chaos CVC says they won't lose Steam because it has less to rele- yet to release on Steam. Oh, he's talking about Monster Hunter because it's not right on, on Steam bomb. yet. <laughs> Whoa! Madison, Wisconsin, fire warning. What? Sorry, my my desktop just so Windows 10. I'm on the in, uh, release preview, so I've got this new thing that gives me weather and warnings in the in the in the taskbar. It's built in, and it says fire warning. I'm like, what do you mean fire warning? Is your your computer about to catch on fire? I don't know. Like, <laughs> how do we have fire in Wisconsin? We don't have dry brush. And I click on it, and of course, well, it doesn't... the wind's like forty or fifty miles an hour. Like it. You know, is that how like it works? Okay. The fire can move. Yeah, that's how that's how it works. Oh, the fire warnings are. Oh, it's through. Well, okay. So uh, here, let me put. This I was going to make a joke people. about dry wood. You probably shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. that ties into well, our previous you discussion. You shouldn't. So I'm over here in Madison, um, and I won't zoom in more than that because that's probably too much detail. Um, I'm over here in Madison, and then like it looks like the fire <laughs> is way out west here in Iowa. Which, like, Madison, Wisconsin, there is no fire alert data. Then why do you say fire warning? <laughs> All right, this thing needs some work. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Fire warning. Pascal, warning. I, I admire your dedication. I'll let it go now. <laughs> I don't want to be known as that guy, please. You are too late. <laughs> too late. He's that guy with the tight pants. I just don't understand. I'm not showing. I'm not showing my address on stream, right? Okay, cool. I'm gonna close this now. <laughs> I don't care. What are you gonna do? Send me a salt lick? Lucifer's already done that. We rejected it. <sighs> Anna's been playing games. If you care about Anna, she's been playing Men and Monarchs, and I think she finished it. And then she's also playing Yakuza Like a Dragon, which you can watch her on stream. Which brings me to you, Matt. You've also been playing Yakuza Like a Dragon, right? I have, and I have had the experience that uh, Pascal has talked about for a couple weeks, um, even though he's been just working his way through the whole series. But I'm a teacher in Florida, too, and we've been teaching in person, you know, since day one, mid-August. So I'm exhausted. It's hot out. I get home, and I've got two kids. And by the time they get to bed, and if I try to turn on the PS4 and play like a dragon... It's like a lullaby. I'm just asleep. You're just out. So I'm out. I'm out. Like, yay, cool. I finished this chapter. Hey, 45 minutes of cutscenes. Um, yeah, I'll see them at midnight when I wake back up. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I, so I'm not been very playing far instead. In. What keeps you? What do you? What do you game with then that doesn't put you right out? What hasn't put me right out has been uh, Dragon Quest Monsters Two. What on the 3DS? Why? Well, April first came around, and you know everybody's oh, so playing. This jokes. is a joke. Okay. No, I, I thought it really was. April first comes around, and one of the discords I'm on, there's an all announcement like, "Hey, we've released the." Uh, fan translation for Dragon Quest Monsters 2, the 3DS version. Um, it's out. Oh, Here's the link. Okay. And I'm like, this is like 7 p.m. on April 1st. And I'm like, okay. So I I, I messaged the guy on the side because I've had him on my Slime Time podcast before. And I was like, so is this an April Fool's joke? Or do I really need to learn how to hack my 3DS tonight? Oh, you don't like, want to oh, do that in the middle of the night. That takes, you have to do it right. It, yeah, I did. I, I did. It, I did it the next day, it's and it took so all long. the time. <laughs> it really is. And there was a there was one part of that step that was like, oh, you should like run this program to see if your what is it micro SD card is perfect. Mm-hmm. And I ran it, and after fifteen minutes, it was like two percent of the way through. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? At this point, I don't care if my micro SD card is perfect. If it's going to screw up, it's going to screw up. Fuck it, whatever. So, just uh, I I went with it, and it's been fine for a month. So, I actually just this morning beat the post game of the thing. It took about uh, they, they added so much to this, and they did it. Um, Square Enix did this to their other Dragon Quest Monsters remake too. They basically doubled the length of the game because these are little Game Boy Color games. They didn't have much to them. You know, the first one was go beat a tournament. Cool. You won the tournament. You win the game. It's over. Um, The second one, you had this magic key system that you go from world to world, saving all these worlds and you beat the boss at the end. Whoop de doo. Um, The remake, though, for the 3DS just has so much more. There's a whole second plot line and you're fighting all these bosses, souped up bosses from the original Dragon Quest series Uh, back in the day. <clears throat> on the Game Boy Color, I caught all 312 monsters that were in the game. Um, here, there's like 800 or something. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even going to try to do it all because it's just way too much. And a lot of them are, not, I shouldn't say a lot, but you start getting down to the end, you're at 90%, and there's a good chunk that were Japan-exclusive giveaways, like at 7-Eleven or McDonald's. So... You know, unless somebody has them on their Wi-Fi team, because you can actually street pass people via Wi-Fi, so you can actually, you don't have to be walking past someone to fight their team, um, and you can recruit monsters off their team. So, you know, it's me and a bunch of people who've been playing it for seven years in Japan at this point. So I do pretty good in the Wi-Fi standings. I'm like, yeah, I made top 200 this week. But, you know, there's like 250 people playing still. So... It's a good time for a fan translation to drop, though. So, <laughs> but it, it's got an infinite key system where basically you get um, think of it like PlayStation trophies. You get bronze, silver, and gold achievements in the game, and each one of those achievements you can get a keyword based on what the achievement is, and you can just generate an infinite number of worlds on the game, and each world will have five or six different monsters so if you're like man you know i've not filled out my slime family enough 
you just pick the words for the slime family and you'll generate a random slime family world that you can go through in about 5, 10, 15 minutes. Um, actually get kicked out after 15 minutes, but you can recruit a bunch of those or I've been chatting with people online. Someone told me the the best words to use to get the that one key that'll have a bunch of monsters that drop a ton of gold. So I did that and third time through less than an hour, I was making bank just going into one world and fighting these one certain monsters. Um, I, I'm the big dragon quest fan on the site. Uh, played them all at this point and and now i really have because since i was able to hack the 3ds um i was able to play japan only theater rhythm dragon quest and not only have i dropped like 65 hours into dragon quest monsters 2 um i didn't even know that was a thing (laughs) (laughs) yep there's a there's a 3ds theater rhythm and i've put like 10 hours into that and let me tell you According to the little stars at the bottom of the game, when I load it up, I'm only yeah. about 15 freaking percent into the game. Oh, I'm no. like, oh my god! <laughs> uh, I'll have what to were you saying? I'll have to Pascal. Pick up that you for Anna somehow? Yeah, Pascal, you were talking about like running the numbers on how long it would take to beat all of it, or somebody was saying that about near like how many you were trying to estimate how long it would take to do all these games. No, that wasn't me. Oh, geez, I what thought was someone was talking about that earlier. Well, I, I kind of went through and estimated. I'm like, okay, so most of these songs are like two minutes. I mean, it, it's a it's a song from Dragon Quest One. It's not like a five minute score here. It's the battle theme. You know, these aren't long songs. But I get like maybe a hundred points, maybe 150 points, and this is all in Japanese. This is not fan translated, so I don't know. Uh, I'm just earning points at the end, and I've gotten up to about sixteen, seventeen thousand points. And from what I understand, you need and the little bar going across does look like it matches that you need 50,000 points to have a final battle in this game and actually like, quote unquote, win the game. And yeah, I'm far, far away from that. And I'm like, OK, so I'll be a theater rhythming it up for probably 30, 40 hours. And I was trying to do the math on that. And it's probably a good like playing through three to four hundred songs. Oh, my God. So <laughs> and I, I, songs I, are in it. Yeah. Oh, I bet you least... since you pirated it, it's got any DLC unlocked, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 And the, so probably and that's the... why it's so many songs. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's like 58, but even I've unlocked other ones by clearing. There's one where it's got songs from Dragon Quest 1 through 10, and it's got a grid system. So you can do all the um, one battle musics from 1 through 10, and then there's... Uh, overworld music and another overworld music and another battle theme for a boss thing and so I've gone through them all through six so far and there's probably like six eight songs per game and you know it goes up through Dragon Quest 10 then I know there was some DLC uh, like the MIDI tunes from Dragon Quest 1 that you could do but something that opened up I think when I hit 10,000 points was the boards that were built into dragon quest three remakes and dragon quest five um they were called tnt boards in one of the versions um can't remember what they were in the other but it was the basis for the fortune street the itadaki street games after they put them in the remake for three and then put them in five uh they spun off into that whole series in japan and gosh, heck, that series is like 20 years old, 25 years old now. 
because they've got the Vita version with Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy characters on it. Uh, 25th anniversary version of Itadaki Street. But that mode started getting me points at a much higher clip, or at least I think so. But I got to play the whole mini game. It's a it's a board game. You oh, go from gosh, one side to no. the other. <laughs> and the board game may take like eight or ten minutes, and I got like eight hundred points. But then All again, right. I'm like, how many could I have done? Like four songs in that time anyway. So I don't know. Is I'm this, sure. Does this a... have a translation patch too, or no? No, but I will say I. The guy who um, has now translated Joker 3, Dragon Quest Monsters 1 and 2, the day after he did 2, um, I was talking about, hey, I finally got my thing hacked and Theater Rhythm's on there now. I can't wait to play that, you know, whatever. He was like, so I wonder if I could look into that file. <laughs> haven't, so that, that was a month ago, and I haven't talked to him yet. I'm going to have him back on Slime Time at some point um, to talk about this effort because this was something I'd talked to him I want to say like 15 months ago, and he was stuck on the Dragon Quest Monsters 2 translation. Like completely, it had ground to a halt um, for almost a year. And yeah, December of 19, he was, he said, I, he goes, I can't figure it out. There's somewhere there in there, there's a flag that um, allows more text to show on the screen because in English, it takes more characters to display right. the same message. And, and he's like, I just can't find that. He goes, the other two games, it was very easy. I hit it real one after another. Um, you know, he's got somebody that does a lot of the translation. He does a lot of the coding and everything. He's like, it was just easy. He goes, this, it's a needle in the haystack. It's a four gigabyte file I'm unpacking, <laughs> trying to find one trigger. And a, yeah, I know over last summer, a second group started working on it. was like, well, if he's not going to do it, we'll just do a menu patch. And I think someone working on the menu patch found a little trigger and those two groups got together and boom, they started pooling resources and got it all put out. And it's a great thing. I mean, there's a little typo here and there. Um, And I think it's pretty funny. I fought the final, final bonus boss. And definitely I'm like, wait a minute. Somebody was a Harry Potter fan and tried to word this a little like Voldemort here. Mm. You know, I'm sure it loosely translates that way in Japan, too. Well, but, I mean, puns in Dragon Quest are a tradition, right? For the English exactly. translations, so that's fine. So, but we've had so many of these uh, weird Dragon Quest um, mobile games now. So at least even a lot of the monsters from Dragon Quest Ten and ones that have just been in the Monster series, just because we have tact and because we have Dragon Quest of the Stars, a lot of them have at least received official translation names. So. I don't know what they made up <laughs> on the fly and what they uh, took from some of the more mobile ports, but it's good. I mean, I just endlessly playing. I mean, it it's like Pokemon. You know, you can say that, but you have teams. I love having teams of monsters instead of the one versus one. And I love breeding monsters just to get something different. I don't have to have the same... You know, you don't have a starter and then the entire game you're like, oh, I want to keep him because he's the best. You know, whatever the heck you start with here, he's crap after five hours. You know, you can only get him up so good. You oh. want to breed him with somebody else and get the stats up. So, I mean, yeah, you're you're constantly having turnover in your party. Um, one of the things they did, they let you make your own monster at the beginning of the game. And there's... Uh, I was trying to do the math on that one time, and there's, gosh, hundreds and thousands of combinations you, you pick like one of six or eight base things and then you can give them wings or claws or this or that. And 
there's like four different options with six different things each and 20 different colors for each of those options. So I have a flying tiger. And actually, when you beat the game, you get a second one. So I have a slime. He looks like a little slime floating tank. So it, th- those have been fun. Th- th- those have been taken all those nights. I can stay awake and play in bed or I hacked a second 3DS just because I was like, hey, I did the first one. Might as well do the other one. Oh, no. And my <laughs> and my son's playing along with me, too. Um, he sank 150 hours. He's seven years old. He sank 150 <laughs> hours into Pokemon between Veterans Day and Spring Break. And I think finally he got his somebody traded him online. He, he learned how to do the, you know, I want this, how to show people online since you can't talk to him. Like, I have this monster. Do you have this? Can we trade this? Um, he traded something for one of those, oh, one of the guys, Reggie's, the Reggie. He got Reggie Ice, or one of the Reggie's that you can only get in the Tundra. You can only get one or the other. And then he got the big Reggie, because he got all the other Reggie's. So now he gets the big Reggie, and I think that was kind of it for him. He's like, whew, I got everything I wanted. And I'm like, well, at a playtime of 150 hours... <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I put 150 hours into a game. So it was a very quiet week. Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll probably get um, a third of the way through like the second expansion at that yeah, rate. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Will I reach the uh, near stuff? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then forget it. Well, you could skip. I mean, you could buy. You could buy the skips, but then you're. Can I pay to yourself. win? You can pay to skip. Pay to Not skip. Not really to win. Man. And it really hurts you more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get the story then. Pay for the game, then pay to not have to play yeah. <laughs> the first three then parts of the, the game. game. All right. Yeah, but I mean, I get it, of course. But you could play that near raid, which, sure, that's what you need to do with no experience of how to play. You're going to jump into a raid. Sounds great. Oh, you know what I forgot to put on here? And Uh-oh. it'll be my like last minute of oh. what I've played recently. Um, we're having a little roundtable editorial content coming out at some point about uh, Saga Frontier. Ooh, I did not enjoy my time with Saga Frontier. <laughs> that, was a, that was a loaded ooh. That was a loaded ooh. You, you, when you read, when anybody listening reads the article, it'll be a bunch of, you know, oh, it was really hard. It was really crazy. I had fun. Da 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 da. Then you'll get to Matt's part here, and I'm, I, I, my character that I picked was Red because I was told Red's a very straightforward part of the game. Just you should do that line. And yeah, I think uh, I played about three and a half hours. Uh, I think my save file shows about one and a half because of how many deaths I had. <laughs> and that was it. I wrote my paragraph for the piece. I'm like, Saga Frontier, you're going away. Oh, I. It's so weird. I've been but, watching uh, VTubers play Saga Frontier. And uh, I don't know why, but it, yeah, it's weird looking. And, and yeah, I've just got I've got a buddy who like criticizes everything in in a funny way criticizes everywhere I go or what I do in the game because it's it doesn't give you a lot of direction it's like a saga game whatever just go do what you want and and yeah I went to one the first place and I don't know it said hey you know you're here you could go in this biology lab or you could go here you could go here you could go there that's literally what it said in the game took the screenshot so I walk off the ship I go to the biology lab and I'm 
you know, four or five deaths later, I'm complaining to my friend. He's like, why would you go in there? You're not the appropriate level for that. That's not a beginning of the game thing. Why don't you go find the kids in the middle of the town? I'm like, what? What do you mean the kids in the middle of the town? And I like pull up my screenshot that I'm looking at. And like on the screenshot, it's like you could talk to people, too. I'm like, well, there's people in a biology lab. Why? And it's the first thing listed. Why wouldn't I go there? Uh, it was a bad idea to go there. You, you should just know better. I should have known better. was a bad idea is what I'm hearing. Yes. yes <laughs> I know people will disagree with that. I, I, I kind of want to try it one day. Well, now's and the time, Pascal. I wish I could send you my digital code. <laughs> this is coming from someone who tried playing the original Saga Frontier like three or four different times and never beat a single character. I mean, never mind. Well, I don't know why I, it would be any different now. So yeah, probably it, don't. Yeah, the game hasn't changed, but I'm kind of thinking maybe I have changed a little bit so I could appreciate it more. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just like you appreciated the Alliance Alive. Now, now Pascal's remembering, like, oh, that's right. <laughs> no, Well, before you even brought you know that what, up, I, don't worry. I, I remembered a, uh, yeah. Romancing Saga 3 already, so don't worry oh, about it. Oh, there you go. Okay. I, you know, I, I, I think there's a game series you need to give a second try if you haven't tried it already. Um, the Witch and the Hundred Knight got a sequel a bit back, and mm. I haven't heard many people give it a go. And I Josh? Think maybe... Yeah. <laughs> you you can answer that for me. Yeah, yeah. You're speaking to one of the few people who gave it a go. <laughs> well, you don't count. Uh, this is Pascal's experience, not you. We want we want to torture. I mean, we want to get his feelings. I heard Josh Roman. talk about it and that's pretty much my experience with it so far. All right. I experienced it so you you didn't have to. <laughs> yeah. Good enough. We appreciate okay. your sacrifice. Um, all the people who would do the, the feedback roundup are not on the show this week, and I don't think we had it. I'm but lazy, that's okay. We so have I'm no feedback, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna punt the the question forward to next week. Have you ever played? Have you played a, a Yakuza game? And then next week, someone will actually answer it. Since I don't think we have a new question of the week for you. There you go. I mean, our question of the week would involve pants being tightened, and I don't think that's an appropriate question to ask people. So, what makes your what's pants the tightest? <laughs> what makes the which game series makes, makes your, your pants, pants tighten the, the most? There you <laughs> the go. Yeah, no, that's, the, that's not the question this week. That is the question for sausage cast. Uh huh. It, it's not the official question, but you know everybody's thinking it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what get and. And it gets for not being on the cast. That's right. Yeah, if she'd be on the damn cast, we wouldn't ask these questions. But no. Nope, Do we have news we this week about the uh, Neptunia and well, uh, Ren Kangura? Whatever. I, combined. I, mm, <laughs> what a segue. We do, but we'll get to it later. I think. <laughs> oh, was that not intentional? <laughs> Did you, you meant to bring that up, right? I think we talked about that last week. I mean, how much more can oh, you wait, say? Oh, no, about I'm it? misreading. The, it, oh, no. Neptunia Reverse has happened. No. We're going to talk about our okay, editorials first, is what we're going to do. We have two reviews. I want to plug them. One is for Monster Hunter Rise. And I want to tell you all, JC trolled me for so long telling me he was going to give this game a two out of five. He ended up giving it a four and a half out of five. So I don't know what to think anymore. I don't trust anything that guy says now. So I'll tell you what, in the staff back channels, 
I, I had no clue that was going to be that high. When I finally clicked on it, I was like, what? He he was talking the game down so much and doing nothing he really but complaining. Was. And then four and a <laughs> half really out of five. Was. What? <laughs> really? I don't remember that. <sighs> I, <laughs> I can't remember the specifics, but a lot of discussion went into that. Whatever. Well, I, I probably saw uh, Wheels' side of the discussion more, and I know... Well, I, I don't know. I don't want to speak for him, but it seems like he definitely loves it. All right, this is a five out of five game for me. So, and for you too. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe Phil was just trying to make sure that he approached it with as you know as critical of an eye as it, it deserved for a review. <laughs> yes. Um, and I know editorials re- reviewed the review and validated the score, or. I don't know, whatever we do, whatever interrogation we do before we let a high score goes out. So um, it did get that scrutiny. So I guess. All right. Anyway, yeah, um, bribes. the best hunting style <laughs> game yet, he says, Wirebug mechanic not only enhances combat, but exploration. Great variety of monsters. Combat and gameplay loop are extremely well dog and you can pet the dog. Negatives, of course. No investigations. I don't know that that matters. And high rank solo quests take longer to complete. Absolutely true. Um. All right. So. Next review was Record of Le- Record of Lodos War Deedlet in Wonder Labyrinth. Which is like um a mouthful. Metro- it's Metroidvania. A met- yeah, it's, it's uh it's Symphony of the Night, but with uh Deedlet. So three and a half out of five. And you can read that written by Paul Shkreli. I'm I'm more likely to play that than I think than Monster Hunter for sure. Mm. <laughs> Sounds neat. All right, moving on. We've when, got we've got uh, headlines. What's our news? We got news. Boop, 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 boop. News, 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 news. Kickstarter news. check-in for Lost Idolons. Ocean Drive Studios begun a Kickstarter campaign for Lost Idolons. It's a strategy RPG uh, set on story, 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 story. Nobody cares. You can go read about that on the site. They want forty-five thousand, uh, thirty bucks to get a copy of the game, and I'm sure you can spend a lot more to get weird rewards. Let's yeah. take a look at one of those. Um, kind of a medieval inspired uh $750 gets you bestow the name of the venerable merchant who visits every camp in lost eidolons 4k deluxe uh, you get some extra copies beta access your name in the credits okay whatever 750 is not the worst i've seen much higher um, they are 27 or 26 and a half thousand out of their $45,000 goal they've got 19 days left to go i bet they'll hit it but you can go check it out see if you're interested on kickstarter lost idolons that's e i d o l o n s all right wan's uh yuan wan sword 7 i don't know how to say that right am i supposed to put my tongue into bottom Juan wan 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 i don't one i i can't I would, it's Chinese. I would maybe say Shuan. Shuan. Don't they kind of make a sound? Is it Shuan one or is it Shuan Shuan? Shuan. Can this be the title of the show? Can somebody spell out what we were just saying? I wouldn't even know how to type that. Once per in twenty twenty, and it will release on PlayStation Four and Xbox One in summer twenty twenty one. I'm kind of excited for this, to be honest. Sorry, that's uh, the game came out in PC 2020. It'll be out for PS4 and Xbox One in summer 2021. Uh, it's the latest entry in the long-running Taiwanese RPG series and is set in a version of China about 2,000 years ago. 
um, story, 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 story. There's a trailer. It's the, this is the console version. So if you've been interested in it on PC, but you were like, I don't want to play it on PC and you want to, is this free to play? I don't no, think so. no, this is action RPG. Yeah. Oh, it's action RPG. Right. Uh-huh. Why did I keep thinking there's an MMO? Because there, there is so also, um, I think there's a Korean MMO that was just in the news as well. Look, all right, cool. Yes. All right. So yeah, there you go. It's coming on 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 console on uh, when when summer summer. There you go. Done. Next story: Monster Hunter Stories Two gets new info. Uh, and the pre-order was available for the collector's edition. I assume that's all sold out now. Um, I got the, I, I pre-ordered one. Um, all right. In Monster Hunter Stories 2, they got a trailer showing up the returning characters from the previous game, some of the story details, which I won't go into here, um, but they do show off the turn-based combat. We are back to the, the, um, power speed technical attack wheel, a.k.a. Sword, Axe, rock. Lance, a.k.a. Rock, Paper, Scissors, a.k.a. whatever other game system you want to compare it to. Um, they, they've also got weapon types, elements, and skills. Um, so it looks like there's a little bit more depth than just the Rock, Paper, Scissors. And the thing where if you choose the same attack as your monster, is you get a bonus that's back. Um, it looks a lot nicer than the first game. And yeah, it's coming out in July 9th. So go watch the the trailer so you can get a sense of if you're into this one or if you're not, um, and get that pre-ordered. Um, if you can still get the collection editions, otherwise don't pre-order because don't pre-order games you don't need to. Be good. All right. Um, collector's edition, no. Uh, and then we're talking Monster Hunter Rise update, but we already talked about that when I talked about my now playing. So we'll move right along to Neptunia Reverse Limited Edition. Ooh. The what second remake of the first game. This is the second re. Oh, good God. You know, I yeah. don't care. You get a steel <laughs> game case, you get a double-sided poster, you get a hardcover art book, you get a sticker set, you get a collector's box, a official soundtrack, a PlayStation 5 game, an exclusive training card. I think one of the two previous releases of this game had a better collector's edition. But, you know, whatever. I don't remember at this point for sure. So we'll just move right along. Expedition Rome. Inc- Yo, what? I was going to say, does it include an actual good version of this game? I can't speak. How much do we, how how much do I have to pay for that? I don't know. Which translation do they use? The first one or the second one? And do you, which one do you like better? Is it a new translation? Trans, this is the translation. We're going to make this game any better? I, it, because it's a comedy game, the writing matters a lot. Is my understanding? Well, that, that okay. Uh, that, fair enough. Touche. All right. Expeditions Rome has been announced. This is a strategy RPG title from THK Nordic. Is the publisher Logic Artists? I guess is the developer. Uh, it was teased in 2018. It's now expected to launch finally here in the year 2021. You are a customized legatus in the Roman Re- Republic after their father's murdered by... Oh, story, 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 story. So you're going to go try and com- conquest, I guess, all sorts of countries. I don't know. Uh, it's a tactical yeah, turn-based cool. combat as you campaign across gear- Greece, Gaul, and North Africa is Gaul like Rome before it was Rome? no France. That Gaul was France, is France before. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gaul, Greece, Gaul, and North Africa. So expeditions Rome. I, what? Hey, it's a different setting for an RPG. It's so. weird, but yeah. yeah. And then they got oh. a trailer. It doesn't show gameplay. Oh, here's here we go. A gameplay trailer. Let's take a look at that. And I'm li- waiting for gameplay. All right, forty seconds in, I see some gameplay. And there's hex- hexagons. Is this XCOM-y? This might be XCOM-y. XCOM with Romans? 
That could be good. This is a very quick impression. Go check out the video. See if it's for you and get excited if it is. Expeditions Roam. Have not played it. Don't know more. All right. Gin Conception. Gin Conception? Is this like the Star Child game or is this a different? Oh, it's a different game. Okay. This is a drinking game. Gin Wave Studio announced its social deduction fantasy thriller turn-based JRPG, Gin Conception, will launch on May 12, 2021. It follows eight playable characters whose stories intertwine. The game sees three characters enter a place called Final Layer, with two vanishing and the third returning but claiming to not know what happened. Okay, so I guess... I don't get it, but all right. It follows eight playable characters, three characters enter, one returns. You have to figure out what happened, I guess, and there's combat. I know nothing about this. I don't... I read I'm that. watching I don't the understand. video. It just looks like little turn-based combat yeah it, it, it's one so of those a, obviously okay. oh go ahead it's like uh what are these graphics how would you describe these graphics they're like snes but flatter yeah I get it all right flatter eh. flatter different it's it's missing a vibrancy to the snes the font looks like it could use something other than i'm a typewriter yep all right. Well, it's a Switch game, and it's turn-based <laughs> RPG, and it sounds like a lot. There, there's a lot of focus on the story and figuring out who actually betrayed who, and there's a dude who does attacks that laughs like Magus while he kills things. So there you go. See if you like that. Gin Conception coming to May. Google Stadia lets you search for things. <laughs> it's about time. Fanbyte.com put up a review of the Google Stadia search. <laughs> Well, it just came out this week, you know, after a year and a half, they, they finally decided to get I around to this. They didn't give a score. Where's the score? Well, they got the pros and cons. You can search for things. Cons. cons. Google Kinda. has finally cracked the technology on search bars. I love that subhead there. They, had, they added a search bar, and apparently it, it works mostly, but not great. There you go. There's Stadia. Nobody cared because nobody's using it. All right. <laughs> That's the reason stuff. it doesn't have a score is because nobody has ever come up with, like, a scale for a search <laughs> function. It has not been needed up to this point. Well, I mean, the scale would just be one to five. Come on. Yeah, I mean. Or and any what's other a, what's standard. A three? It works flawlessly. It would, it's it just too much trouble work. to three come up with Three is functional. Definitions. Five is you like the suggestions or it really respects your <laughs> privacy, depending on which it is. One is it's really abusive of your privacy or you put things in there and it's just straight up broken and doesn't find things. See the search of the old RPGamer.com for that. Um, <laughs> I, I can figure this out. I've seen good and bad searches. All right. Oh, oh, Time, oh, for some so Time for some briefs. Time for reading. It's great. Give that a read, everybody. What? Uh, reading through that is great. Oh, the fanbite review? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's... That's pretty hilarious. The new PlayStation Web Store apparently has a sort option now as well, says Severn in the chat. So that's some breaking news for you. We'll get a review up of that in the next few days. All right. <laughs> no, it'll be an it'll impression take... because we won't have a score. Yeah, it'll take several days. <laughs> we'll do a first look. All right. There you go. There you go. Chernobylite is coming out in July from developer The Farm 51. It's their sci-fi horror RPG, which means it's not for Anna-Marie. It's coming out in July, and it's on like early access now, and you can watch the trailer and see if you're into it. And I mm. don't know. It looks first-person-y? It sounded neat, but yeah. Um, when, I okay. hear, when I heard horror RPG, I was kind of excited, and then I saw the video, and it 
I think it looked more uh, stealth or and or survival. Mm. Yeah, some strong survival vibes from it. All right, kind of I, lost I, I want to I want to read this first line so you understand how many companies were touched for the release of this physical edition. Publisher Raw Fury has announced it will work with Enin Games and distributor Strictly Limited Games to release physical editions for Massive Damages Star Renegades. <laughs> That's right, one company. Another company, another company, and another company all had to be involved for you to get physical edition to this game. <laughs> Two of which were not the publishers or developers of the original game. All right, cool. Oh, so, my. <laughs> it's hard to get physical things out when you have smaller print runs. All right, in this one, it's a better... Wow, this is better than Neptunia. You get a collector's box, you get a reversible large poster, you get a diorama, you get stickers, an art book, char- seven character cards, a soundtrack... Um, and the games and a manual. Nobody said you got a manual in the other collector edition, so it seems similar to, or if not slightly better than the Neptunia one. Um, go pre-order it now because these are limited type runs. If you care, that's for Star Renegades, which is a side-scrolling roguelite RPG thingy thing. I don't know, right? I think it's no, it's just a sci-fi RPG, turn-based. It's either roguelite or not, and I can't remember. I, it could have gone either way. I think, last there I, was, I think there were rogue elements in it, yeah. Yeah. All right, Star Renegades. Go check that out if you care. All right. Lost Epic, which is an action RPG side-scrolling style from developer Team Earth Wars and publisher 1 or 8. That's their name. Uh, it's coming Hello. out Steam Early Access this summer. It's uh, the same team behind the 2018 iOS, Android, and Nintendo Switch title Earth Wars. Okay. I don't know anything about the uh, the game. I'm looking side scrolling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. side scrolling action RPG means uh, think Odin Sphere is what it looks like. Is that's the vibe I'm getting here? We got crafting, side scrolling, jumping around. We got skill trees. We got animations. It looks neat. So go check that out. See if you're into it. It's coming to early access this summer. Lost Epic is the name. Dragon Quest Builders Two is heading to Xbox One. Uh, Matt, you've played Dragon Quest Builders Two, I assume, right? I have. I cleared that one. Yeah. It was excellent on the Switch. And is it going to be on Game Pass? Or? It is. It is. It's going to be on oh. Game Pass for both uh, Xbox and PC. No excuse. You should play this. There you go. Uh, Lost Soul aside, got some new gameplay footage uh, from developer Alta Zero Games. It's a new gameplay length video. You can go check that out on the site. Uh, this was a um, game. I don't know what kind of game it is. Is this Dark Soulsy? This looks like third person action RPG. Um, I don't know how hard it is if it's Dark Soulsy or button mashy, but go check it out. This is the one that's developed by a Chinese developer that started out as like a single, a solo project, and then it's kind of like developed Are you into sure like it's Chinese. This it doesn't thing? look like an MMO to me, and apparently, I think all <laughs> Chinese games look like MMOs. That's what the chat tells me. Um, it, it, it's visually interesting. This looks like cool action stuff. This is like Devil May uh-huh. Cry style. So anyway, go check it out. Check the trailer. Um, when is it coming out? We don't know. There's like no we dates. So. Don't know. Like uh, the, it's the in development for PlayStation is, Four, which is weird. Yeah, <laughs> I'm assuming it's coming out now because they're just now releasing uh, the PlayStation Five in China, like next week or something like that. So they're having a big press event with and they're going to show games that are coming of, out with it. My games, yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. This that's that's how this generation goes. You know, like some t- somewhere two years in the future, you might get a PS Five or Series X game. 
right. You know, we'll get around to that. We got the console now, though. King of Seas has a demo available on Switch and Xbox One. That's from Team 17 and 3D Clouds. I think Team 17's the publisher there. 3D Clouds, the developer. Uh, it's a pirate-themed action RPG. King of Seas. Ooh, I like pirate games. Um, how do I play it? It's on Xbox One and Switch. All right. I have no links to video or anything, but uh, go look for King of Seas. I got, I'm going to make a note of this for later. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've seen pictures of this before. This is totally one I need to check out because you control your pirate games. Yeah, right. because you, it's long, my pirate games have to have cannon combat with ships, and it looks like this has that. So it's totally it's on the, it's already on my wish list on Steam. Oh, look, there's a demo. Oh, I'll have to I'll have to click download later. Um, I could pre-purchase it, except I'm not going to. All right, so because the other thing about the pirate game that I'm always in search of is that I never play any of the ones that came out, so that I can never be satisfied. Which is a really bad strategy in general. I don't recommend it for anybody, and I don't know why I'm doing it. So there you go. Sunless Skies has a Sovereign Edition launching in May. Uh, Fail Better Games announced Sunless Skies Sovereign Edition coming out May 19th. It'll be PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, while owners of the current PC, Mac, and Linux versions will get an upgrade for free. So this is, a, this is a, I guess, an expanded, enhanced version of Sunless Skies, which is the follow-up to Sunless Seas. Metopia has a, a demo on the Switch now. Uh, the game is not out yet, but you can play the demo. The save data will be carried over. And you can... Um, I saw people playing around with the uh, character creator in this and made Fortnite V-Bucks cards as as characters in the game. Like, apparently the character <laughs> creator is extremely detailed. It gives you far too much control. <laughs> so go check that out in the demo right now on the Switch. Uh, is this going to be any different than the 3ds one is it a well i mean you can have a, a fortnite v bucks card well <laughs> of I mean, course you, I mean, what else there. do you need right <laughs> i don't know I'm, I'm afraid i don't know if it's really enhanced at all other than uh, i'm sure at least graphically there's enhancements since you can yeah. do more things um as far as the events and stuff happening i presume they've added new spice to it but who knows uh, right. well someone knows but not me sorry um, the War of Genesis Remnants of Grey has got some gameplay footage on our site. You can go check that out. This is a South Korean game from publisher Line Games and Studio Studio Reg, R-E-G. Um, yeah, five-minute video shows the game's grid-based combat system. Ooh, grid-based combat. So is that a tactical RPG then? It's a remake of the first and second games in the War of Genesis series and will use Unreal Engine 4. Uh, looks pretty pretty. What is this coming out on? Uh, doesn't say, so I assume just PC, but who knows? Maybe, because Line does a lot of mobile stuff, right? Nobody knows. Okay, cool. So go check out the video nope. and, and see if you know more. No word on an international release, so maybe we're not going to get this over here. Hajimari no Kiseki gets an Asian Switch and PC release date. All right, Josh, why don't you just fill me in on this? You're the tra- Trails of guy for us. What it? What it's supposed to be coming out in uh, Japan and Asia, uh, August twenty sixth. Yeah, but there's still no word on if any of that is actually going to make it out over here in the West. Okay, so uh, that Asia date is going to have English? No. Okay. So that we don't not care. Happen. All right. So they just mean Asia, like as in Japan and Asia, in Japanese. Japan, or... Korea, China. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. This is Hajimari, so this is the new series? 
this is the game that goes in between the end of Cold Steel and then the next uh, series that will be in uh, a- afterwards. Me. Oh, goodness. So, What's that there? The, the Crossbell? No, Crossbell goes in between Cold Steel and That's Sky. That's a whole other series, oh. Pascal. you got to keep up. Come on. The the so, name of the new one is escaping me right now. It's the one that's going to be in Calvert. All right, so Hajimari is a side or a, a one off one shot, not a four part series game. Correct. Actually, the first is it a hundred hours? Uh, no, no, it's not that long. Mine <laughs> so hold on, will the next series be five games? Are they just adding a game to the big series each time? <laughs> was the first one two and then three not. and then five? I don't know. It went, four, no, it went three, two, four. So three, two, four. You, you've already okay. got the mixing. All right. All right. Cool. So three, two, four. That means one or five. Well, this is a one shot. So the next is five. Oh, there you 1.227954 near Automata. I don't know. All right. <laughs> the Hand of Merlin's got an early access date. This is from publisher Thank versus God. evil and developers room C games. Oh, you know about this game? I have no idea about this game. Why you say thank God? <laughs> May 11th. It's a turn-based roguelike. Um, it's available for, it'll be available on PC via Steam, GOG, and Epic Game Store. It's going to spend four to six months in early access, they estimate. And you'll see where, how that goes. You're traveling from Elbion to Jerusalem, recruiting three mortal heroes. And it's a roguelike, so expect to do that a lot. Also, I think Matt just volunteered for it. Looks like you're searching nope. the Holy Grail. So, <laughs> I, I thought Chris sounded very excited when he read that headline. Oh, wait, yeah. if you thought that was excited, check out this. Fort Triumph is coming to consoles this year. My God, it's yeah. been forever. I don't know what that is. It's a tactical <laughs> RPG. <don't> <laughs> it's, it's coming to consoles quarter three of 2021. The game launched for PC, May, Mac, and Linux in 2020. It's on sale on Steam until May 13th, and it will be coming to consoles, namely the PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Whew. I always have that reaction when I read a story about um, this <laughs> This thing is coming to consoles, and it, uh, oh, uh, it, apparently it came out to consoles, you know, two years, uh, it came out on PC two years ago. I've never heard of it. Anna, did you oh, play exactly. Triumph yet? Are you waiting for it on Switch? Because it looks XCOM combat plus exploration of Heroes of Might and Magic. That seems like your sort of game. She confirms everything I just said is true. So now, look- wait a minute, wait a minute. I need to look at this again because I do love me some Heroes of Might and Magic. Well, the combat system is XCOMy, but then you're walking around the map and exploring like Heroes of Might and Magic, which seems good to me because I always hated Heroes of Might and Magic combat because it took too long. It took too long. That's true. It's so I'll slow. I'll give you that hundred <laughs> percent. And if you don't have zounds of skeletons, you're just screwed. You know. Oh, that map did look very. It did, oh, right? Yeah. yeah, look at that. It did. No, I'm looking at it now, and I'm like, holy crap. I don't think the art's you quite up to kidding. hum, but, no. you know, it's fine. You know, it. Th- maybe they'll make a sequel if this one does well, and it'll be even more Oh, geez, even, like, walking up to the people and, the, like, yep. the choices that it gave yep. you? I'm like, that is that is right <laughs> off of there. <laughs> so, uh, it's already out on PC, so you can play it now. Um, all right, so, coming later this year to console, Anna will want to play it on the Switch, and then she's going to complain to me that the screen's too small. So wait for wait for that hot take to come. <laughs> Tainted She's Grail, ready for the Switch Pro. <laughs> yeah, the Switch Pro. Yeah, when that Switch Pro comes out, we can't wait. The extra half inch will do it. Tainted Grail Conquest <laughs> fully launching in May. 
Developer Awaken Realms announced that it's deck building roguelike. So this joins the uh, the the likes of Storm Storm the Tower, Storm the Tower, Stream the Tower, Spike the Tower, something the Tower, Wait. Slay the Spire, Slay the Spire. Slay the spire. That's the one. Slay there the Spire. <laughs> Storm the Tower. You know, you had the verb, the the, and some sort of tall building. You I pretty much it. had the whole I had thing. The whole thing. That's that's how you make a, a card based roguelike. Um, yeah. Tainted Grail Conquest will fully release May 27th. It's been on early access in GOM's ga- GOG.com games in development for nearly a year. It's a reimagining of the Arthurian myths, not to be confused with the earlier Arthurian game we were talking about. This is set in the realm of Avalon with King Arthur dead and the magical guardian stones that protect its inhabitants losing their power. Rah. This is based on the Tainted Grail The Fall of Avalon board game which is not to be confused with Shadows Over Camelot, which is another um, awesome board game. Um, see, I don't know about this one. Sorry, I'm looking up the board game now because this looks cool, and I need to f- figure out if I need to buy this game and never play it with people. Because that's what I do with board games, by the way. I buy the game and I never play it. But I'm going to stop talking. All right, Tainted Grail! It's coming out May 27th. There you go. Check it out. Now I want to play the board game with someone. All right. That's our news. Let's yeah. talk about what's coming out this week. The first Not thing we already talked week. about. Not Dragon, much. <laughs> Dragon Quest Builders 2 for the Xbox One. And and Windows, I guess. On Game Pass. And then Destiny Sword for the PC. Is this a, an expansion to Destiny, which adds melee combat? No, it's some no. sort of MMO. It's an MMO. Oh, is it from China? This might have been the one I was thinking of. Destiny's Sword is a living narrative game featuring unprecedented character depth and diversity. Join thousands of players to create intertwined adventures and shape the evolution of the story together. Release date, September 30th, 2021. So, I'm very confused. Because we have this listed as coming out this week. And it's very clearly listed on Steam as not coming till September 30th. So... Um, I'm going to guess it's not coming out this week. <laughs> it's hot, hot take, but I'm going to go with the, the website where you buy the games as being more accurate than our little spreadsheet here where it got filled in probably from some other site. Uh, sorry. Sorry to get your hopes up if you've been waiting for Destiny Sword, but since none of us knew what it was, that probably wasn't too many of you. So, all right, That's it. What are you going to play this week, Matt? Um, I will probably be doing a lot more theater rhythm, and I don't know. I need to find something else to play for the 3DS. I've finished the post game on Monsters uh, Two. I gotta maybe maybe I'll get back to like a dragon some more. Try to dedicate a couple nights to that. Okay, um, Alex Fuller in the chat says there's two Arthurian games RPGs in development beyond what we we talked about today. Um, I'm kind of thinking, Pascal, I should make a list of Arthurian RPGs. <laughs> and, oh, not I mean, play any of them. and never play them? <laughs> yeah. When there's three, it's enough for a list. I've, I've always kind of wanted to, kind of like my pirate thing, I've kind of always wanted to play a good King Arthur game, so. I guess you don't get too many of those. No. And then now there's going to be 20 of them, and I won't play any. 
That's how it works, right? Um, we're guessing that uh, Destiny Sword was delayed without a, without an announcement of its delay. Um, and then Pascal, let's go to you. What are you going to play? Well, it's going to be near. Near. I'm going to play more Monster Hunter. Um, I would like to say I'm playing something else, like finishing Atelier Ryza 2 or starting one of those Infinity Engine-style games on my list or um, one of these pirate games that have come out in the past few years. But uh, I'm not going to lie. I won't. I'm going to play more Monster Hey, stay true to yourself, man. (laughs) Yeah, when Monster Hunter's putting out new stuff, why not? Exactly. Yeah, I I don't feel guilty about it anymore like I used to. So I just feel a little out of touch with what's current. So you just make lists to keep your guilt alive. This is current. This is current, but it's only one game. But you're right; it's better than normal for me. So I should be thrilled. So I am. Play what makes you happy, says Tam. I still feel Mm -hmm. like I should know more about general things coming out right now, but. Yeah, there's not much. It's so hard to keep <laughs> up on everything, and it's draining. Just go play Pokemon Snap. So that's not coming till Monday. We our pre-order got in a weird limbo thing on Amazon, and it was said it wasn't going to release till to us till mid-May. So Anna just had to cancel the order and get a new order, and now it'll be here Monday. Uh, I know it's weird, but at least we're getting my wife now. put five hours into that last night. Oh no, nice. my wife does not play video games. I went to bed. My youngest son woke up this morning asking me, how did I get in bed last night? And I was like, I don't know. Mommy must have put you in there. I already went to bed. <laughs> um, the uh, t- Let her know if she gets stuck, try getting to level two on various maps. Apparently that's the thing people don't oh. know to, to trigger progress. And then there's one place where you have to throw a thing at a thing so it can clear out some rocks in a cave. So Oh, yeah. Her, her and my oldest kind of went back and forth. Since it was her birthday gift, she would play a map and then let him play to see if he could beat her score. And yeah, that after an hour, my eyes were like, nope, I got to go play something else. <laughs> so, uh, Pascal, I don't recommend you play this one at night either. Um, It'll put you okay. to sleep like Yakuza. Nope. Oh, okay. well, that happens during the date now as well. Oh, that, all right. All right. That's <laughs> not exclusive to nighttime. All right, cool. I couldn't figure out what, what that was, where you were going for. Going for you, this whole thing earlier about teachers coming I, home and playing Yakuza oh, yeah, yeah, and but falling asleep. Everything puts me to sleep. Every game puts me to sleep at all hours You're now. You're just old. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I know the feeling. Gotcha. I, I feel that too. I, fell asleep. I had my little cat who's recovering from surgery on my lap yesterday, and I, I fell asleep on the couch. My wife had to poke me and say, stop snoring next to me. I'm like, oh, but me and the cat were having a moment. And she said, no, go put her down. Go to bed. I'm like, oh. It was cute. All right. Josh, what are you playing? More near. More near. All right. So we got near, near, um, theater rhythm, monster hunter. Cool. Yes. And for next week, we're we're set up for a great "What are you playing?" section. No, I bet <laughs> you. I new. know how this works, Pascal. None of us will be here next week for them now playing. It'll be all women, <laughs> and it'll be totally different list of games. I guarantee it. But we'll see. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks everybody for watching. If you'd like to follow the show, you can follow us along in your. You can follow the show. Follow the show. Yeah, in whatever favorite podcast app of your choice. Uh, subscribe to the show. It's free. It's just automatically downloading new episodes for you you do that on itunes apple google play whatever podcast thing of your choice and um the we have a discord get the link on our website of course we have the website rpgamer.com check us for your news your reviews videos all the things that we went through today it's all up there you can watch it come out live and then discuss with us in our discord um we've closed down our forums because forums are old and only old people use forums they're like old like irc 
waiting for people to feel offended. I still use IRC. Oh, yeah. But now we moved everything to Discord, which is like an amalgamation of the two. And we have a whole completed games channel now on Discord where we're we're doing the whole completed games list, but now it's on Discord and it's easier. So mm-hmm. go do that there. And uh, let us know what you're playing. And, and then um, the wonderful, um, I want to call him Omega-san. That's not his name. Osagi-kun. That's not it. Um, or Spare Ombres. Spare Ombres. There you go. I don't know there what my had mind o- was doing. I had, <laughs> had O's and sound in it. Yeah. <laughs> you're very good at making, like, giving clues to what you're thinking about. <laughs> I don't know. Usually people, uh, when I do that at work, people have no clue. So you guys are much better at this game than they are. Um, How good are you <laughs> it's at game. <laughs> this is also the only game that hasn't put me to sleep this week. There we go. <laughs> ah, there you go. What is Chris talking about? Spare Ombres, thank you very much. He's a new staff member, I think. Um, and then, yeah, sweet. And question of the week: Have you played a Yakuza game? Let us know on the forums, and we'll combine the or the forums. There we go. Talk about the forums that don't <laughs> exist. Let us know in the show thread on the website, and uh, we'll put it all together. And uh, review it next week thanks everybody we'll see you next week 9 a.m pacific noon eastern right here live on twitch tv slash rp gamer if you don't already just download the show and listen to it at your leisure either way thank you for following we love doing shows for you and you make this worth doing and being fun and it's just a joy to run a website with you guys because it's all great so thank you everybody who's on and i mean that just as much to you who just listen and read at home too so we'll catch you next time till then goodbye everybody bye bye Bye.